Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, not happen to be JR. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in all over North America. All my friends in Canada, people far away in North America and Hawaii and Alaska, still in America. Hello. I appreciate everybody tuned in on the free Odyssey app. People listening live on their local CBS Sports Radio affiliates. People tuned in on Sirius XM Channel 158 and everybody locked in on a smart speaker. We're getting closer to Thanksgiving, folks. If you had no idea... Thanksgiving is still a holiday. We didn't necessarily go from Halloween straight to Christmas. But here we are. Getting ready for it. If you want to holler at me, it's simple. 855-212-4CBS is the number. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to our super producer and host, Dave Shepard. He's holding it down for us in New York City. I've already been here for an hour. Get started at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. And we've been able to cover a lot. College football playoff rankings have been announced. Florida State no longer sitting in that number four spot. Washington. Washington moves into number four. They just beat Oregon State 22-20. to And they're in that spot, sitting at undefeated 11 and nothing. They're probably going to beat the living mess out of Washington State. And then we know the big matchup that's probably going to have more implications than any other game. We're going to have Ohio State. We're going to have Michigan. They're going at it on Saturday. And if anybody is to sneak in or get booted out, uh, that game is probably going to be uh, the impetus for any other additional movement. So uh, interesting, the college football playoff rankings, they stay the same. Uh, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, except Florida State out at number four. And Washington moves up. We talked about Matt Canada, Pittsburgh Steelers offensive coordinator. This man got the boot. He's gone. Fans are chanting for him to get fired at Pittsburgh Penguins games. And now he's finally gone. And so maybe the Steelers will actually uh, score a touchdown, something that they've only done 16 times this season. We heard from Aaron Rodgers on the other side of the break. Aaron Rodgers is trying to come back. He is trying to practice in two weeks. This man blew out his Achilles on September 11th. Like, let's be real here. 
I mean, the, the injury, the extent of it, man, it, it must be must not have been all that crazy for him to be attempting a return. He says he's, he's jogging lightly, and Aaron Rodgers getting ready to uh, or trying to practice in two weeks. So, yeah, a 40-year-old quarterback. He turns 40 on December 2nd. Uh, good luck to Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what dust he's drinking. I don't know what they sprayed on him, but look, man, if he comes back, That'd be a hell of a feat. It'd be even more impressive if the New York Jets went to the postseason. Uh, but that's a different conversation. Jay, I think I have Aaron Rodgers talking about it if you want to hear when he's going to be back practicing. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Let's let's hear this, man. What is he saying? Yeah, I'm going to be back there full-time real soon. Um, real soon. Really? Break? No, that's, that's always been the plan. The plan has been uh, once we got to Thanksgiving was to be back there full-time. You know, you know how it works. Uh, I, I heard you make a you know slide side comment there, DB. But um, uh, <laughs> well, no, but we got some breaking you, news. That feels like that's ticker worthy. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, he's been hanging out in California, <laughs> doing all of his uh, shows with Pat McAfee there, and now he's going to be back in New York or New Jersey, and he wants to practice in two weeks. Hey, look, good good luck to him. Farron Rodgers wants to be the modern-day Terminator, and then go for it. Make the playoffs. I'd be more impressed if he helped the New York Jets make the playoffs as opposed to Aaron Rodgers coming back from that, uh, that Achilles surgery. I'd be more impressed if he did a real interview. Well, you got to pay him for shot. I, this is, I mean, this is just soft-toss kiss sickle fan Aaron Rodgers. I mean, this isn't – this isn't jur- it's not journalism. It's not journalism, and it's just a puff. It's just a puff piece. Every time I have him on, I don't think anyone's expecting journalism. Okay. Hey, hook him up with uh, what's her name, Carissa. <laughs> Carissa. Carissa yeah. makes Pat McAfee look like Bob Costas. Well, hook hook Carissa Thompson up with Aaron Rodgers, and boom, problem solved. Well, I mean, at, at least Pat McAfee's got him on. Carissa would just make up that she has him on. Oh. All right, well, I, she said she she misspoke, Shep. Come on now. You don't believe her? JR, if that were an African-American woman in that position, would she go scotch-free with no accountability, no consequences, uh, no punishment? I know you don't want to get into that, but come uh, on. She would have demo- they should have yeah. got demoted by now. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, well, this is the world that we live in. I know people don't like to throw around the term privilege, and people think we're too sensitive to it. If there is not a definition of white privilege with Carissa Thompson having no punishment whatsoever for doing what she did, I don't know what is. Oh, well, all right. Well, you you going to get the – you know what? I'm going to end up getting messages. I don't care. Thank you. you. People want to send me messages anyway. I could care less. Yeah, you get a lot of them these days. Uh, I get – uh, no, no more than usual. I mean, I'm tagged on a lot of them, and I'm like, I don't know. I can't imagine how many you get per night. Me? Yeah. Uh, you'd be surprised how how many things I don't see. What I've noticed is how much you don't answer. <laughs> oh well, you, you gotta be surprised at what I don't see. Because <laughs> it's the same people every night thinking they're gonna get an answer from you, and they're saying the same thing every night. And Are they? they? Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's the usual suspects. You know exactly who I'm talking about. I, I, I don't. I have a lot of stuff on mute. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, then maybe you don't. <laughs> That's smart. Yeah, if I don't, listen, man, if I don't see it, if a tree, what do they say about a tree in a forest? Yeah, if a tree falls and no one's, and no one's around to witness it, does it make a noise? Yeah, boom, there it goes. Yeah, if somebody hit me up and actually says something worth of substance, maybe I respond. Not always the case. Anyway, 
someone who did say something in substance. How many how many shows does Stephen A. Smith have? No, that's a serious question, Sean. How many shows does this guy have? Um, he does NBA Countdown. He does a lot of hits on Get Up. Obviously, First Take is his baby. He had he had a podcast here with Odyssey, right? Uh, no Mercy, right? Yeah, what happened? At, he had that, and now the Stephen A. Smith. He just yeah, he's got he's at least around. he's got at least four shows uh, that he is regularly on. I can't keep up. I don't watch any of them. Hey, I do. I do know. Uh, what do I? What am I saying? I don't know what I'm saying. I would love. To, I would love to get your honest opinion of him someday. My honest? I don't. Yeah. I he's he's he is who he is. Mm-hmm. And I think he is—he's uh, like a cartoon character. He's entertaining, okay. and so he has—he uh, has journalistic chops. Uh, but he has built himself up, and God bless him. He's—he's he's made himself tons of money into being a character, and he's—he does very good at what he does. And God bless him for him. He ain't necessarily my cup of tea. I ain't sitting around listening to him screaming all day. That's my opinion, Shep. It's not—not my—not my cup of tea. Let's just—let's just put it this way. Um... I don't think he invites certain people to be in his space. And I'll I'll leave it at that. Oh. I didn't say no. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I think you do. I don't know. Well, anyway. Yeah, listen. I just do my thing. Yo, t- to be honest, man, I, I talk about sports. I love sports. I, I don't care what anybody else says. You know, I'm not, I'm not itching for opinion pieces. I like to learn and I like to listen. And so I, I like media. I enjoy media. I enjoy business. I have an idea of style and what people say, but I'm not so I'm not so much concerned on you know what other people have to say about sports unless I feel that they're adding a unique perspective. And a lot of times I, I may just talk to an athlete or a coach about that, not necessarily a journalist. Like I got two eyes, just like everybody else, so I can go ahead and and, and see. And, and make my and draw my own conclusions. So, you know, uh, maybe to the shock of, of anybody, or maybe not. But I'm not I'm not itching to say, oh my God, I gotta sit down and watch this in the morning. I gotta listen to this. Like, I pop in and pop out and, and see what's going on. But I mean, crap, I, I got my own stuff I need to do. So I, I'm not worried about it too much. But somebody who is keeping up with everything going on in sports is Tom Brady. And what the hell else is he gonna do? He's retired. He's trying to make money. Of course he is. What he does, right? He's going on dates. Of course he is. This is a a divorced man. Got millions of dollars in the bank. And he's also watching football. And Tom Brady, he sat down on Stephen A. Smith's show. I don't know which one it is. Pick one. And they basically talked about what Tom Brady did, how the NFL has changed. He was brutally honest. Listen to this. I think there's a lot of mediocrity in today's NFL. I don't see the excellence that I saw in the past. Why not? And ho- Why not? I think the coaching isn't as, as good as it was. I don't think the development of young players is as good as it was. The rules have allowed a lot of bad habits to get into the actual performance of the game. Mm-hmm. So I just think the product, in my opinion, is less than what it's been. Oh, ouch. He must have been watching them Chargers games, man. He got time on his hands. He's looking at Brandon Staley going out there and coaching some football. And, they, I mean, he can't say this while he's playing, but you don't think he's going into the locker room going, man, what the hell is this? Like, what, what, what are we doing? What is that other team doing? And to a certain degree, I, I think he's right. 
And not that the play is mediocre, but the NFL has changed the rules so much. It was only a couple of weeks ago that Tom Brady said, oh, man, there's so much offense. And, and even Rob Gronkowski was just like, well, dude, you are one of the main beneficiaries. Like the NFL has adopted so much of, of what college does. Let's take advantage of the players, their athleticism, instead of, you know, really trying to, to structure what they do. We've seen a lot of, of college-type play and, and, and college strategies get moved right into the NFL. And so I think Tom Brady is 100% correct there. He said it in a different way, but I, I think that's his ultimate point. And so he continued on, Tom Brady did, and he discussed what offensive players need to do nowadays, especially with all these changes. I look at a lot of players like Ray Lewis and Rodney Harrison and Ronnie Lott and guys that impacted the game in, in a certain way, and every hit they would have made would have been a penalty. Mm. You hear coaches complaining about their own player being tackled and not necessarily, why don't they talk to their player about how to protect himself? We used to work on the fundamentals of those things all the time. Now they're trying to be regulated all the time. Offensive players need to protect themselves. It's not up to the defensive player to protect the offensive player. A defensive player needs to protect himself. I didn't throw the ball to certain areas because I was afraid players were going to get knocked out. Mm -hmm. That's the reality. Wow. I didn't throw it to the middle when I played Ray Lewis because you knock him out of the game and I couldn't afford to lose a good player. Yeah. True. Tom Brady's thinking about the game, as he should, right? The product that we all sit down and watch. I, you know, I, I don't mind watching blood sport. You know, sometimes football can be a difficult watch when dudes get knocked the hell out and, and we, we see guys go down and they don't get up. It, it makes it difficult. I can't tell you. Man, every time somebody goes down on the field, I, I'm like, man, why am I sitting down watching this? And I still do. You know, I guess it's bloodlust. I mean, we sit down and we might as well be back in Rome. We want to see the gladiators going at it. And, and it doesn't matter what happens. You keep on watching. The NFL isn't just thinking about today. The NFL makes billions of dollars. And if they still feel that they can put out a product that people are going to watch and that they can kind of stretch out the, the runway, the NFL is going to do that. They're not thinking about the rules or changing rules just for today. They're thinking about the money and the eyeballs they can generate into the future. It, we might be 100 years from now. The NFL might be flag football. Or we've determined that we can't have the physical hits. Maybe people are no longer accustomed to the physical hits. And now they're out there pulling, uh, you know, towels out of each other's underwear. And that's the new NFL in 100 years. I have no idea. But people want to see scoring. People want to see offense. People don't want to be bogged down. And it doesn't matter if you're watching baseball, the NFL, the NBA. Like tonight, I, I think the... Uh, Damn it, what'd they do? Did they combine for more than 300 points? Oh, easy. Yeah, the Pacers and the, uh, what, my Hawks. hometown. What was it, 309, right? Yes. Yeah, 100, 157 to 152. Like, in what world was this, like, a normal basketball score? Like, this, this is amazing. Like, nobody played no defense. I would have think by now after uh, Tyrese Halliburton had like 30 points, maybe somebody would have said, I'd have had enough. I'm going to give him an elbow. But that's not what exists anymore. And so I don't, I don't disagree with Tom Brady. Like everything is, is, is pretty loose. Is the game still entertaining? Yeah. I wouldn't mind 
more competitive games in any sport. I didn't mind uh, a little bit of a of a grind in baseball. I didn't mind the slow down game of basketball. I didn't mind more of a grinded out game in the NFL. Not everything has to be let's pass for 400 yards. Let's shoot a bunch of threes. Let's hit a bunch of home runs. I appreciated some of the nuance in all of sports. And I feel like the nuance is gone. And so Tom Brady calls it mediocre. I just call it too much damn scoring. Yeah, he's right. My main man, a hard-hitting Ronnie Lott, wouldn't last in the league today. They give, they kick him out. They give him a, the boot. Ray Lewis would have been done. I mean, damn it, if we even have to get closer to a generation, James Harrison, could he have played even today? The answer is no. That juggernaut would have been ripping people to shreds. So I guess Tom Brady's finally at home. For the first time in his life, he's had a chance to watch the league and actually apply you know, what he witnessed firsthand in locker rooms and, and watching opposing teams to what he's seeing. And Tom Brady thinks the league stinks. It's mediocre. It's mid. It's in the middle. It's average. I'd agree. But sorry, Tom Brady. Guess what, man? Ain't nothing changing. We're going to get more offense. I mean, they're getting ready to eliminate talking about this uh, – this hip drop tackle, you can't do that anymore sooner than later. NFL is changing. All about offense and defense left behind. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. It's 855-212-4CBS. I got a simple question. Do you agree with Tom Brady? Has the play in the NFL gone mediocre? Is it too much offense in the league? I say yes. I'd like a little bit more of a balance. But the NFL, it ain't going back. We're going to see more offense and more and more. I'm going to take your calls on the other side of the break. 855-212-4CBS. Do you agree with Tom Brady? Has the NFL started to push out more of a mediocre product? It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Your calls, and I'll tell you about a mediocre quarterback. It's Bill Belichick's guys. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listen, you do a great job, man. I, I, before I ask my question, I just want to say I've, I've heard you a couple of times on here. You always have great content, and you got a great sense of humor, and I enjoy listening to you. So I want to start out by saying that. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Right before we went to break, we heard from Tom Brady. Last night while the uh, Kansas City Chiefs were playing the Eagles, this started to make the rounds online. Uh, Tom Brady basically said the NFL is is mediocre. He said the play is mediocre. Uh, the guys aren't allowed to go out there and play defense anymore. And we don't have the, the Ronnie Lotts and the Ray Lewises of the world. 
He says the offensive players need to go out there and learn how to protect themselves and that the players coming out of college are not being developed at the college level, and it translates over into the NFL. And I'd have to agree. I think we see a lot of uh, smoke and mirrors. I think over the years we've seen a lot of uh, integration of college systems uh, into the league, and I think a big portion of that, teams are trying to get the return on the investment right away. They want to know who you are and what you can do. And with all of the money that these dudes are getting right now, $200, $230 million, especially of the quarterbacks, it's like, hey, well, what's the fastest way that I can get a return on my investment? And I'd agree. I think the NFL is a changing product. It's going to continue to change. I don't want to say it's almost laughable, uh, you know, the fact that we still have kickoffs. But let's be real. The NFL is already – they switched the marker for kickoffs so we don't have a, a, a return. And sooner than later, we won't even have the kickoff at all. Like, what's the point of it? So there's going to be so many more changes. We've already seen the adjustments and potential adjustments and how you tackle a player. Uh, the hip drop tackle is getting ready to be no more potentially this offseason. And so, yeah, Tom Brady is right. NFL is mediocre. The lack of development is there. I could say the same thing when I watch a basketball game. Stop shooting threes and learn how to develop something else. I could say the same thing for baseball. Stop hitting home runs and actually learn how to hit a single. Maybe lay down a bunt. You know, but what do I know? 855-212-4CBS. Tony is calling from Texas. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hi, JR. How are you doing? I'm excellent. What's on your mind? Hey, I just want to say, hey, I agree with Tom Brady 100%. I agree with him more than he wants me to agree with him. I'm saying that, hey, he didn't complain because it benefited for him. I mean, the the league has been changing for years. He didn't have to go through the things that uh, quarterbacks like uh, – Terry Bradshaw and those guys left the field bleeding. They didn't have he didn't have to deal with the Deacon Joneses and the effects that they could do to your offensive line, the head slaps and all that. He played in the era where the league was changing, where you know, hey, he he played when I was in school. He may as well had a red practice jersey, sleeve jersey over his jersey. Don't hit the quarterback. So hey. How can he get up and complain about today's league when he benefited from those same things? Yeah, well. And he, that's he, what he, I want to say, you know. He, he, Don't complain the, about the league changing when when you 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 benefited from it. Yeah, well, he, he's out of the league now. Thank you, Tony, for calling from Texas. And so now he's free to open up and say what he wants. I think uh, what he did not want to do and why would he, he wasn't trying to disparage any of his teammates. He wasn't trying to disparage the league. Look, it's, it's easy to say these things when you're no longer in the system because you don't want to burn bridges. 855-212-4CBS. Joe is calling from Maryland. You agree with Tom Brady about the league being mediocre? Hey, JR, how you doing? I'm good. You agree with Tom Brady? I do not. I, I was having this conversation during the Monday night game last night. Um, first of all, scoring is down the last couple of years in the NFL. I, I don't know if you knew that. Um, you know, there's a cyclical uh, cyclical element to it. I think I'm really impressed with what's happening in defense. 
in the NFL, especially, you know, in the face of all these rules that are made against them. But, you know, the secondary play, these plays where you got the guy knocking the ball out of his hand after he catches it, you never saw, you never used to see that. I see it all the time now. Um, you know, Scanlon's got to catch that ball last night. That's, that should be a win for the Chiefs. But I think defenses and the schemes, if you're a fan of defense, I think there's some amazing things going on. Uh, well, uh, I'll, I'll say this, man. If you want to talk about scoring being down, if you want to take a look at the mean and the average, I mean, certainly I can go ahead and, and say, oh, well, what's the, what's the total now? But if you yeah. sit down and watch the games, gone, 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 unless you're watching two ass teams like, I don't know, the New York Jets and maybe the Giants, like we don't see field goal games anymore. Those days are over, man. I don't think it's a coincidence that this season you got a team like the Dolphins who can go up there and, and, and hang up, you know, 70 points. And the way that the games are called, you can't be physical anymore. And so, man, we're in a different – I'm sorry? Did you watch the game last night, Eagles Chiefs? No, I didn't, I didn't know they played a game. I didn't know. <laughs> Come on, bro. Well, okay. I sat I mean, here – you know, I sat here for four hours and talked about the whole game. Yes, of course. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you last night. But, I, I mean, that was, those are the two best teams, right? Those are two Super Bowl teams. And what was the score? 21 to 17, I think? Did you hear my point? We used to have field goal games. We don't have that anymore. Right. We are more than likely now in the year 2023 – if, you, if I would have sat down and watched the game in 1995 and I had two teams go out there and just go, I don't know, 41 to 38, I go, wow, what a wild-ass scoring game that we, we got. If we had that today, I'd say, okay, this is par for the course. It's not, it's not out of the ordinary. There's, the game has changed. The enforcement of rules, especially for the defenders, has changed. The game is not as, as aggressive as it used to be. You think it is? I think the game has changed. I think analytics and video, you know, those genies aren't going no, back I'm to the No, I'm not asking about that. I, I'm talking specifically right. about the physicality of the game. I think absolutely. They've, they've legislated against defense. Uh, a lot of things have changed. I think that's right on. But then when I still see, and, and yeah, I think scoring average does matter. I think there are, you know, there's high-scoring games every week and there's low-scoring games every week. And... I'm impressed with what defenses are doing in light of all the rules that are going against right. them. Well, I, I think Joe, the play I, on I the think, secondary. I think all things considered, if you want to take a look at the average and you want to average out the scores from all of the games and say that scoring is cyclical, I, I would disagree with that. I think it, it tends okay. or leans to what Tom Brady is saying. We got good teams in the NFL, of which there are few, and we got ass teams. We got teams that cannot move the ball to save their lives. I mean, what we see from the New York Jets and, and the New York Giants right now, or even the Steelers, is, is pathetic. Even if I were to have to go back 25 and 30 years and think about what a score might be, like the average of what we get right now, if we're looking at strictly average, like it's, it's, it's not weighted fairly because you got good teams like the Dolphins that are just saying, hey, here's 30 a game, and then you have other teams that can't even push by 10. So I don't think that's right. fair 
when the average okay. was a little bit closer together 20 and 30 years ago. That's cool. I appreciate you, JR. Um, I, I think, yeah, I think offense has gotten harder and fewer teams can do it well. And so when you see the Dolphins and the huh? Chiefs, it's really impressive. Uh, I think the average team offensively is having a really hard time against today's defenses. I, well, I, I think we're looking at two different things, Joe. And thank you for calling from Maryland. Bruh. No. No. We got a lot of garbage in the league right now. I had this conversation today with, with a friend of mine who's an agent. And he represents some some big names in the league. And I said to him, I'm like, yo, man, like, like what, what, what the hell is going on with some of the quarterbacks? I said, how many good QBs do you think legitimately exist? And we're just like, oh, yeah, there's maybe, maybe 10 to 15 that you could really win with. That's it. Like, there's a huge disparity. I don't think we're sitting around looking at, oh, my God, the defenses are so great it makes the offenses difficult to score. H- have you seen Zach Wilson play? Huh? Have you seen how bad he looks trying to score a football? And no, you plug in a different quarterback and the thing moves. Like, I, I, I really don't think the New York Jets would be averaging, I don't know what, 150 yards in the air? What? If Aaron Rodgers was playing? What? So is it really the defense or is it the guy out there throwing the rock? I think it's a dude throwing the ball around, man. The NFL is different. I, I, I can't look at and say, oh, man, well, the, the average scores. Well, it's skewed, man. We got some really, really bad teams, and we got some good teams. I think the disparity is larger. We don't – We don't. it used to feel like, oh, man, there's, there's one or two absolutely terrible teams in the league at one time. And, I mean, right now, how many awful teams do we have? The Jets suck. If their defense wasn't, wasn't good, they'd be garbage, okay? The Giants stink. The New England Patriots are hot trash. Like, we, we got some real, real bad teams. Like, let them go out there and play the Eagles every game. It gets smashed. The disparity is huge. 855-212-4CBS. Cam is calling from San Diego. Hey, what's up, JR? Thanks for what's having up? me on. I, uh, I feel like I couldn't disagree with you more on the, on the disparity and the parity in the NFL. I mean, we're, we're two weeks removed from the – Jets and the Browns beating the Niners and the Eagles on the same weekend. I think any given Sunday is as alive and well in the NFL as it ever has been. Yeah, there's always going to be good teams and and really bad teams, but you see that in every league. I think across all four major sports leagues, we've seen the gap between the best and the worst teams shrink significantly since, you know, I mean, I wasn't alive in the 80s, but uh, the 70s and 80s from, from, you know, what I've read and seen weren't anything like that. But I wanted to ask what you mean about field goal games because, well, I don't think that the NFL is lacking on field goal games. No, so this is this is what I mean. And maybe you just said it. You weren't alive long enough to see it. What the first part of what you said is is what parity is not. Of course it's any given Sunday. We know that. Any team can wake up and go out there and, and win a game. That's not what I find to be the definition of parity. Parity is having an entire league that is actually close together where any given season you can have a different champion not on a week-to-week basis parody is saying that the games are actually a little bit more competitive not where you have a wide disparity between who's absolutely great 
and who's complete trash and garbage. Of course, it's any given Sunday, but I wouldn't say that's the definition of parody. And when I talk about field goal games, I'm talking old school football. I'm talking about two, two teams going out there and having great offensive weapons, but those dudes aren't able to find it into the end zone because the defenses are allowed to play. And I'm talking about a field goal game. I ain't talking about a game ending by a three-point disparity. I'm talking about a nine-to-six game. I'm talking about a 15-to-9 game. Those aren't the type of games that we get anymore, really, at all. That's a field goal game. Yeah, you're not wrong. We don't we don't get any of those games. I would guess that you might be in the minority of people who would want to see those games, but I, I don't I don't really know. But yeah, it is it is a different brand of football, uh, certainly. But thank you for taking my call. Thank you for sharing your thoughts. Always appreciate your time and you as well, Chef. Have a good night, fellas. Sure. Thank you, Cam, for calling from San Diego. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not waking up saying, Oh man, I can't wait for a three to nothing game. But we don't even get that. Everything is high octane. Touchdown, 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 touchdown. I mean, if I got to take a look at the college game, man, it, it ain't no different than why certain games I go, who's playing? Oh, that, that school is playing that school? Oh, that school is just showing up. They're getting paid to get their ass whipped. I'm not watching that. I want to see a 50 to 10 college football game for what? No thanks. And unfortunately, yeah, sometimes these NFL games, you look at the two teams playing and I say, oh, yeah. I have a good idea as to what is likely to happen. Do I want to invest my time into this? It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get some more of your calls. And, and speaking of mediocre play, man, that coach in New England, he's familiar with it right now. He's trying to figure out his quarterback. Uh, I'm going to get to your calls. We'll hear from Bill Belichick. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey JR, thanks for taking my call. Your show is badass and you always have a good quality bunch of callers. First of all, I'd tell you, man, I'm a big fan of yours, man. You kill it, man. You do great shows at night, man. Hey JR, how's it going? I just want to say I appreciate you. You're my uh, late night therapist, so I appreciate you. Thank you. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. And this portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact the Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. Tom Brady says the NFL is mediocre. He says the uh, defense isn't allowed to go out there and play. A lot of the offensive players, they don't know how to protect themselves. They also not developed coming out of college. 855-212-4CBS, do you agree with Tom Brady? I think what he's saying is factual. I, I see a lot of players, especially on the quarterback side, you know, coming into the league, relying on, on athleticism, and we don't have as much development. Let's also be real. How many players are moving around in college? How many coaches are moving around in college? I mean, gone are the days where, hey, you, you uh, sign with a school, you're stuck with that school for three or four years, you're stuck with that coach, and then you, you get drafted. 
It's just like a kid getting shuffled around from school to school to school in different curriculums and then going to college and going, well, damn it, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And it takes you a while to go out there and figure it out. I'm going to get back to your calls momentarily. Uh, Right now, speaking to someone who's used to watching a lot of mediocre play is Bill Belichick. Uh, The New England Patriots are, are coming off of their bye week after they got smacked. Yeah, they had to go all the way out to Germany to get their asses whooped. The Indianapolis Colts beat them 10 to 6. That ain't the type of field goal game that I want to see. But the Patriots are 2 and 8. We saw Bailey Zappi replace Mac Jones at the end of the game. And the New England Patriots, they're going to be back in action this Sunday. And Bill Belichick, for whatever reason, Bill Belichick doesn't want to share who his starting QB is. It's going to be. I want you to take a listen to the most exciting man in the NFL. It's Bill Belichick. Has a decision been made on the starting quarterback for this weekend? You know, I've told all the players the same thing. Be ready to go. So hopefully they will. Have you made a decision on the starting quarterback regardless of what you said to the told players? told everybody to be ready to go. Yeah, but there's a difference. <clears throat> what you tell them and whether or not you made a decision are two completely different things. But you know on Sunday. All right, okay. Just just a miserable person. I'll let you know on Sunday the New York Giants are going to be hosting the New England Patriots and maybe this Tommy DeVito guy who went out there and beat the Washington Commanders, maybe he can have a repeat. I just know Bill Belichick is ready to send uh, Mac Jones back to Alabama. Probably is pissed at Nick Saban by now. 855-212-4CBS. Maurice, he's calling from in his car. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, man, I I agree with Tom Brady to an extent. Um, I think the concerns about CTE are serious enough that you needed to have some rule changes, but these quarterbacks are uh, taking it to a point where it's manipulation of the rules, man. You got quarterbacks. I was watching the game last night. I'm an Eagles fan. And, you know, Mahomes won't go down to the point that, um, he's running, jumping forward. Um, he's in the air, throwing the ball, and Fletcher Cox makes contact with him, um, and he's called for a personal foul. You know, I think these quarterbacks, it's like they're in a bubble, and you can't really, um, you know, play to the best of your ability on defense when you got a player like that, um, you know, not, not Mahomes specifically, but you know, in the quarterback position, you have a player who's basically untouchable. Some of these guys won't run out of bounds. Um, they want to pick up a few extra yards here and there. And you know that the defenders can't take you down. And, um, you know, I think things may get to the point where the better athletes will no longer choose to play defense. And, and, and that really could affect the product on the field. Oh, well, I mean, somebody's going to go out there. And thank you, Mo, for calling from in the car. Somebody's going to play defense. You know, I don't think this is the running backs where you're going to have people running around saying, I ain't playing running back. I don't think that's going to be the case. People are going to play defense, okay? 855-212-4CBS, especially the wide receivers who don't have hands. Rich is calling from Detroit. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how you doing, man? Good. Go ahead. Uh, thanks to Tom Brady for saying what I've been saying for the past 10 years and getting a quick hook on radio programs <laughs> because my two – favorite two of my top favorite players of the past 10 years have been 
James Harrison, and Indomitian Sue because they dared to play defense uh, the way it had been played forever in a time where uh, the league was switching over to no defense or the defense is only out there um, to be a spectacle to the offense scoring touchdowns. And those guys refused to be a part of that. And I love them for it. Um, And, uh, and, and I think that while Brady is correct and uh, all of this, I call these the leagues today, um, at least baseball, basketball, and football. To me, the scores are artificially inflated um, with the rules and TV execs who have convinced these commissioners that all people want to see is offense and points. The NBA is just the most ridiculous with it. You're going to start seeing scores averaging 140, 150 points per game. And they know when the all-star games come along that people don't want to see these no defensive displays, but somehow they believe that on regular game days, yeah, um, it's, the TV executive convinced them. It's what people it's, want to see. It's an ex- it's. Uh, I mean that that is an exhibition. And I, I think I can tell you. Look, man, ain't, ain't nobody sitting around from a, a media perspective having to convince the teams to hey go out there and run offense. This is what this is just common sense. You know, people don't have uh, attention spans. And, I mean, if, mm-hmm. if you can go out and, and sell a league, and thank you, Rich, for calling from Detroit. We're up against the break. If you can go out and sell a league that, that's just nothing but scoring, I mean, the leagues aren't operating just for you or me or your dad or your granddad or your granddad, granddad. It's for the next generation. And I don't know if you've looked, the next generation and the generation after that, they don't have too much of an attention span. They're not going to sit down and watch something if it ain't moving and if it's not moving a whole hell of a lot. Uh, so, yeah, everything is predicated towards offense. I ain't a fan of it. I love basketball. I don't want to see a bunch of threes. I love football. I like to see the ball ran every now and then. I love baseball. I don't need to see home runs all damn day. But we live in a microwave society. We're just, whoop, hit the easy button. Home run, three-point shot, touchdown. I could deal with a little bit more substance. It's the JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get to more of your calls on the other side of the break. We'll talk some Thanksgiving, some NBA tournament, plus you here on CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.